Welcome back to the United in Motherhood podcast with me, Zoe Young, and today's guest, Dee Zabara, who is actually my trainer. Dee is mama to Billy, a business owner, nutritionist, a holistic health coach, fitness guru, international beauty queen. She holds three titles, a public speaker, and is just so passionate about women's health. Before we get into it, it's important I let you all know that today's episode gets into some topics that may be triggering for some. If you or anyone you know is struggling, seek support. I have left resources down below. As always, this is your reminder that this is Dee's story. It's not yours or mine. And as women, we must respect and accept each other enough to know that we're all doing our best. The United Motherhood podcast, YouTube series, and the community in its entirety is just that a safe space for us women to learn from one another. Enjoy Dee, guys. She's the best. All right, are you ready? Yep. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, so we've just been chatting about your... What's your full name, by the way? Is it just Dee? <laughs> it's Deidre. I hate that you Deidre! <laughs> you don't like it? It's an old lady's name. <laughs> oh, well, it's also my nana's name. So That's it's kind of cute. Name. So you, do you ever get good? I can't even say it. Deidre? Deidre, yeah. Uh, so I lived, <laughs> in, I lived in Ireland for like four months and everyone called me Deidre. Deidre. Yeah. And so it's Deidre. It's Deidre. And it's spelt with an E. And do you just go by D back to everyone? Yeah. I do now. I, I When I was younger, it was DD, But now it's D because I feel like DD sounds young. Yeah, I getcha. And Deidre sounds old. Yeah. So I like, to pick something <laughs> in the middle, you know? You know, I call my sister Dee. Do you? Because we call her Dick. And when I had kids, I was like, we can't be rocking around calling her Dick. And so Heidi he calls her Auntie Dee. Mm. So bad. Her name's Jess. <laughs> like, it's so <laughs> random. We have Your poor most... children are so confused. Oh, yeah, I know. And sometimes we'll be like, hey, Jess. And Heidi will be like, Dee? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, it's so confusing for her, but that's just our weird family. <laughs> But anyway, we were just talking about your pageant life, which is something I actually didn't even know about you because we actually, let's just tell them, we're lying in our gym. Yeah. We've just done a class. You just trained the class. Yes. I just did the class. Mm-hmm. So we're sweaty and stinky because I did the one before that. Okay, there we go. So that's kind of how I guess we know each other. But I didn't know all about your pageant background. Mm. Something you don't talk about often? I don't. I, I sort of see it as like my past life, you yeah. know? I... You're a mom now. I'm a mom now, and that's a whole different chapter. You're not Dee Dee, you're Deidre now. No, I'm Dee now. I'm Dee. <laughs> Just wait till I get old, please. And then I'll be Deidre. But tell us about the pageant, because you have quite a few titles. Yeah, so I, in 2011, I won, in Australia, Miss Earth. Okay. In 2013, I won Miss Lebanon. And then in 2015, I won Miss International. Okay, Shivers. Yes, so I've done three national pageants and three international pageants because you went on to go to the world exactly whatever exactly so for miss earth i went to the philippines which was like insane like they are pageant they are pageant gurus it's like really crazy oh my god i was like a celebrity stop Uh, it was amazing i remember we we traveled to this one town and the mayor declared it a public holiday because a bunch of beauty (laughs) crews were coming (laughs) I'm not joking. Why am I laughing at that? I shouldn't laugh. Like, that is, that's mean, but, but it's, it's just like, whoa. It's kind of, it's insane. And look, it's yeah. probably a lot to do with the socioeconomic status of yeah. the Philippines. Like, it is crazy. There are people who are so poor, yeah. and there are people who are so rich, and they live, like, right next door to each other. Like, it's insane. Yeah. But I'll never forget, 
that when we went to that town and we walked through, it's like all the people were lined up on either side of the main road. And I remember there was like a mum and her daughter and her daughter was probably like five. Yeah. And she was screaming out to me, she's going, Australia, Australia. Like, that's obviously how you were known yeah, when you do yeah. an international pageant. No one knows your first name, they just called you Australia. Um, and then when I went over, we weren't meant to, like, touch anyone or whatever. That was just kind of one of the rules. But I walked yeah. over because she was, like, screaming and she, she wanted to hold my hand. Like, I could see her. So anyway, cute. so I touched her hand and I touched her child's hand. I was like, oh, thank you so much for coming. And she started crying. The little girl? No, the mum. Oh, the mum. Oh. And I was like, wow. Like, this is how. You made her dreams come true. Yeah, honestly. And, like, that's how, like, big the pageant world is in other countries, not in Australia. Like, in yeah. Australia, like, it's we're sort of starting to change, like, lift our game a little bit. But yeah. it's just, it's worlds apart. Like, it is I insane. feel like no one really knows about the pageant world here. Nobody. Like, but it's not really like. Even on my way to the Philippines, I remember somebody asked me if I could take a photo because they knew that the pageant was coming. They were, must have been on the same plane. They knew what I looked like. They would have been following it so religiously. So and if you're in now, it, you're in it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, like, and even now, if I speak to people who are Filipino, they they get so excited if they, like... If I they, mean, not if they, they know your titles. If they knew my title, they go, oh my gosh, you're Miss Earth. Oh, you were Miss Earth. Oh my gosh, when were you Miss Earth? They love it. Do you ever just rock around in your sash? <laughs> or your crown? Do you yeah. have a crown? I, I've kept one of my crowns. Stop. That's so cool. Yeah. And I like put it in like a glass box. But uh, it's not it's like, on display. It reminds me. It's like in the back of my cupboard, like collecting dust. <laughs> it's like Miss Congeniality. It's one of my favorite movies. Honestly, whenever people like ask me about like, oh, you know what a pageant's like, that's what I just say. I'm like, it's Miss Congeniality. That's is it actually, actually like that? Like. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Internationally anyways, that's what it's like. So it was literally like just the biggest show mm, ever. Mm. Were you nervous? Um, I mean, a little. Yeah, I was like, you know, yeah. like kind of like nervous, excited. What got you into pageants? Like, how did you even, how do you even get into that world? So this, so when I was younger, my dream was to be an actress. I was too tall to be an actress. No one would ever cast me against anyone because I was like a, a giant, <laughs> gang gang giant. <laughs> and so then I was like, oh, you know, maybe I can do modeling. Yeah. And then I did a photo shoot and the photographer happened to be the photographer for the Miss Earth pageant. Oh. So that was in 2011. He was like, there's a pageant coming up in three weeks time. I know it's really last minute, but what do you think? Would you enter? I think you'd be really good. And I'm like, a pageant? Do those things even exist? Like I yeah. honestly had three weeks to get ready for it. And then within four weeks after that, I was in the Philippines doing an international pageant. That is so cool. So to say I was unprepared and it was off the cuff is a bit of an understatement. Yeah, but, but it's kind of cool to think that like that was just your destiny, right? I know. Yeah. Like you, that was, you were meant to be in that. Yeah. You were meant to fall into this world that yeah. lots of us, like for me, even I've touched in it a little bit. Yeah. But I still don't know anything about it. Yeah. Like when I think of it, like if someone says pageant, I'll just go, oh, Miss Congeniality. Yeah. Like I've never actually sat, oh, like... The only thing I've ever watched, which I know is so different, like the Victoria's Secret show, which isn't even like a pageant or anything, but they like walk the catwalk and they're all like beautiful. Yeah. That's what I think of. But I, I mean, yeah, and like it is sort of like that. I mean, we'd all love to look like Victoria's Secret models. Yeah. But, but it is well, very do. much like that. <laughs> you do. And that's, what, like, that's another question I've got written down here. Like outwardly looking in, and this is something um, you've probably struggled with. I know I've struggled with. Some people will say... You've got it all. You've got a beautiful family. You mm. are so beautiful, like physically. Stop it. No, but you are like, like you are, and that's something you should be really proud of. But thank you. Like there has to be a time where like stuff that people don't know about. Like everyone's got their shit, right? Yeah. 
Oh, 100%. What's your shit? Air your dirty, oh my Air God. Your dirty laundry. Oh, I am a mess on most days. <laughs> so, I'll be honest. I can, I can kind of see you're a hot mess when you're up there with, like, your sister setting up. You're yeah. hilarious. Thanks. Uh, it's probably because I'm like, I'm free from motherhood. No. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. You're a mom. We haven't uh, yeah, told them that. Yes. Yes, I'm a mom. I've got a two-year-old, Billy. She's beautiful. But, like, you know, I think, I think being a mom... It just like it grounds you and it forces you to be humble and yeah. you you have bad times. There, there's no mom out there that doesn't have a bad time. No. Like you just do not. And even if like I, I, people do say that to me all the time where they're like, yeah. oh, you know, you do like, oh, you got it all. Yeah, you, you eat well, you exercise, you've got your beautiful kids. But this is the thing. Husband, like partner, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. partner. Yeah. But like, you know, this is the thing. It's like never judge a book by its cover. Yeah. And I am such a firm believer in that. Yeah. Because... You once you crack through that first layer of people and you get to know them on like a personal level and you're like wow like they do so well to not that like you're trying to be fake yeah but you're trying to give your best to the outside world and then the people who are closest to you see you at your worst but like yeah. but that's everyone totally you know? and everyone this is one thing as well like because I've had a comment recently that I hate to take it back to social media but yeah. someone says to me oh you've had beautiful you know you've got a beautiful family your parents are still together you've had a really great pregnancies and I was like and you know what like. Yeah, I yeah. have, and I have been really lucky, and I know that. Yeah, but that's yeah. just my story, and there's so many things in my story that, and your story that people don't know about, yeah. or what I find hard, you might never find hard, and yeah. what you find hard, I might be like, why the hell is she whinging? Like, totally. that's the easy stuff, right? Yeah. So I think everyone just is different. Like, that's just what makes the world go round. One hundred percent, one hundred percent, and like, I look <laughs> to touch on some real issues. Yeah, go. Like, this is the whole problem with like the highlight reel of social media, <laughs> Instagram, Facebook, because. You don't look at if you like you might look at somebody else's like having a hard day and you go yeah I relate but then yeah. you're more conscious of the stuff you don't have that people post than the stuff that you do have that people post right because yeah. you probably take it for granted in your own, own life as well mm-hmm. and it's just like oh yeah that's another thing but then it's like oh I wish I had that oh I wish I had that so bad because right. you don't have it you know what I mean like it's just about you're you're trying to identify in your own life what you don't have and so like you're just focusing in on that and it's sad but that is the nature of it right but at the same time like while we're using social media because I think it's important to connect with people and I think there's amazing opportunities through social media yeah but it's important to remind yourself of that yeah and like I I think it's a mindset thing too like I feel like with social media it's so easy to get caught up in the oh she's doing that or she got this opportunity or she's working with this brand or oh my gosh look how amazing she looked at yeah. these clothes and then you try them on and you're like fuck I look like that from like, yeah, yeah it's just it's the mindset of being like that is just that's just her story yeah and it's fuel to your fire like sometimes I look at girls and I'm like oh my god they're doing amazing things and it's it is hard like like I'll admit it I have moments of jealousy and then you're like yeah. you know what actually that's gonna make me work harder but it's trying to get to that point because we all have moments of like, oh, I wish. That's it. I think. 100%. In a way. And like even like, you know, this is a good point. We can circle back to pageants as well with that. But <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pageant world. <laughs> but so like two things. So one thing is like I know anyways with modeling, like you know when an outfit looks amazing yeah. like, on a person, like you don't, you don't see if they, that, that girl turns around, like they've got, they're clipped into like their outfit. You know what yeah, I mean? Right. Like people don't see that. Like they just get this one angle from this photo shoot, just one angle, which, oh my God, that looks perfect. It looks like it fits her so well, but then they sell it and like it looks frumpy on every single person. It's not just you or she's like the tiniest person and you could throw a paper bag on her yeah well that too that too 100 
but then even still it's still tailored like they still pick a model that's yeah. going to suit the kind of clothing that they have so every time they have a model it's going to look amazing on them it's meant to right yeah and when when i think about this it's like there's also like those kind of like filters and angles like oh there's yeah. makeup yeah right? everything makeup and plastic surgery and Hair extensions, stage. eyelash extensions, 100%. lip filler, and face tune. And like one thing I always, one thing I always think about with, with pageant was it, it, it like kind of like brings me back to okay, like don't wish you looked like someone else because you like you've got to remember that people can look so different from what they oh, really yeah. look like. I'll never forget when we we're getting ready for our like main event with Miss Earth. I think I have the most memories from Miss Earth, so that's just why I'm pulling from <laughs> that one. Good memories though. Yeah, it was. It was actually because yeah. the girls that I had in my room were beautiful and lifelong friends. Like people I still talk to now, still That's like so cool. Facebook, still inbox them every now and then. That's awesome. But I'll never forget the the girl that was sitting next to me, and I won't name her name because I don't want her to ever yeah. ever hear this. Yeah, <laughs> I'll never forget. I was doing my makeup, and I was so focused on doing my makeup that when she had done her makeup, I thought she was someone else sitting in that country's chair <laughs> i'm not joking really? i looked at her and i was like wow that is some magic shit like how <laughs> did you actually do that because you did not look like that you do not like look that's like crazy. that but like you know like i know that, we can all be whatever you want to be really 100%, at the end of the day 100 percent, with a little bit of help exactly and i think that it takes a more courageous person to show up exactly how they are yeah and that's why i personally try very hard to not wear makeup. Yeah. Because also, like, because I'm a nutritionist, like, I want my health to shine through. Yeah. And I want to be a role model, and it, it gives me accountability to show up in the world just as I am. Yeah. And if I look the way I truly am, but I don't look healthy, then am I really being a role model to other mums yeah. or other busy people? Like, yeah. no, I'm not. You know what I mean? Can we touch on the nutrition side of your life? Can we, sure. like, let's circle back. How did... Because you're, like, talk us through your qualifications because there's a lot. Yeah. But you are really into your whole holistic health, yes, right? Yes, absolutely. And that's what you're passionate about. So it started with psychology. So I actually did psychology for a few years at uni, so three years. Wow. But didn't get to my honours year. So I did it for three years and then it was pageants that made me choose between continuing at uni or going to pageants. I actually asked my university if I could do my exams early and they yes. said I wasn't allowed to. I was like, can't I just, like, finish up? properly yeah. so that I can then come back like circle back like a year or two years later but basically because the curriculum was changing at man I basically couldn't go back unless I did an extra year on top of like what was already going to be six years so it's just like it's totally unfair but now looking back I was like that's my that was my journey yeah I just had to accept you chose that. the crown that's it <laughs> the universe had a better plan for me you yeah know? but it did it's brought you to where you are a hundred percent yeah so I started with psychology and I was really into like the brain and how the brain affects the rest of the body like yeah. of, like it, it changes so many things and it was so fascinating to see some major like how i think it was actually the coolest thing was like brain trauma and how brain trauma led researchers or scientists to understand more about what the brain does and doesn't do yeah, like right. you would see how people like their behavior changes their personality changes i thought Everything. wow like I didn't think it was related to the every thought I think in the day. Like, that could be back to your brain biochemistry. Like, there could be something, some signaling going on that's, that's different to somebody else's. It's not just because you're not a happy person and you don't see the best in other people. Yeah. It might actually be something actually wrong in your, in your Chemically brain. Chemically exactly. going on, yeah. So for a while I was like, oh, it's genetics, it's genetics, it's genetics. Anyways, 
when I couldn't keep doing psychology, I left uni. And then when I came back, I was so into like, I was so intrigued by how these people could be so beautiful yeah. that I kind of like, then I was living in Bondi when, as soon as I finished up my, with my, my first pageant anyways, and I was living in the world of health and fitness, right? But help about like fake health and fitness, yeah, I guess yeah. you could say. The scene. So then I started to be a personal trainer, right? Because I thought at least I'm going to use this like want and desire to be kind of like somewhat beautiful. Yeah in a healthy way or in the healthiest way that I saw fit, which was, you know, with fitness and with exercise. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of when I first got introduced to like F45 as well. But I still wasn't well. And it was around that time as well. Like I also have like a history of like doing incredible amount of sports as, as a child. Like yeah. I was doing, I remember for one time in my life, I was doing like Taekwondo on a Monday, Wednesday, Friday night. I was doing netball training cause I did rep netball as a, as a like, me too. Yeah. <laughs> so many similarities. Oh my god. <laughs> on like a Tuesday night I was doing skills and a Thursday night I was doing fitness and a Saturday night I had like normal netball comp and then on a Sunday I was doing like the carnivals. The carnivals, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In the middle of nowhere. Oh yeah. So like I was always doing like, you know You were active. Always super active. active. Exactly. Yeah. And like to a point where it actually created issues for me. So then at that time I was diagnosed with PCOS, which yeah. is like polycystic ovarian syndrome, which basically means like like I had the version that um, I'd stopped getting periods altogether. Was that yeah, same, same as you? So I've yeah. been breastfeeding, but which I know is breastfeeding, but I do have PCOS as well, yeah. and I haven't had a, a period in nearly two years, over yeah, two years. Wow, wow, yeah. And like, so like obviously, look when you're personally touched by something, it you then become an expert on it, right? Oh yeah. Because you're like, what is wrong? And like, why can't people give me answers? Every doctor was like, go on the pill. I was like, I don't want to just just go on the pill. Like, yeah. Or if I was on the pill, I was like. There's got to be something else. I don't feel like my best vital self. I will never go on the pill ever again. Oh my gosh, it never is so bad. <laughs> now I know too much. Yeah. I can never go on it ever again. Like, yeah. and there's other different like options as well. Totally. But it was because I was touched with it that I was like, I just got so, I got so into inquisitive into hormones. So it all started with like my hormones, right? Yeah. So then I was trying to piece together like this, like this movement and like fitness part of things. And then like, okay, how does like everything else relate into it? And then I realized that a large portion of it was food. Yeah. So I was like, wow, that's really interesting. So anyways, the more and more that I did, the more I was like, I, I can help so many people. Yeah. But I didn't have the qualification. And I literally from day dot... I knew if I don't have the qualification, people, I'm going to have to over explain myself and people aren't going to take me seriously. And yeah. in this day and age, you have to have qualifications. So I just haul ass and I just made sure that I got that qualification, yeah. which coincidentally, my last day of uni was also my due date for my daughter. Stop. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow, crazy. But oh my God. I got to, my, I got to my last month. I was like, I cannot study anymore. I'm going out of my mind. It's too much stress for me as a pregnant woman. Yeah. And then they gave me an extension. So I just finished up slowly while I was breastfeeding, while I was at home with Billy. Amazing. Yeah. Just had to like, just had to get it done. Right. Yeah. It was stressful, but I just had to get it done. You're amazing. <laughs> to do anything in the last couple of weeks of pregnancy. It's like, oh, it's horrific. horrific. If you've got a textbook pregnancy, it's, crazy. it's just yeah. hard work. Like, I, like, being pregnant is hard. Being a mom, being pregnant, like all that stuff is so underrated. I know. It is difficult. And like you said, even if it all goes really smoothly, like it's insane. It is insane. So then when I realized, I was like, oh my God, food does all this cool stuff. Like there's all of these like conditions or syndromes or whatever that I can help people with just through food. Like if they just changed what they're already doing, like they're already going to the shops. Yeah. You know, it's not like you have to like go above and beyond and do things really different and like difficult. Like 
you're already in a grocery store or you're already at a, at a farmer's market. Like if you just pick different stuff, your whole world could change. Yeah. And I'm, I've always been such a big believer and amongst all of my life, like, you know, across all my life, I should say, I've always been like a Tony Robbins fan, like, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. like a Brent Williams fan. So he's someone I did his like course when I was young at school and like they're all wow. these like, self empowerment stuff, stuff like these yeah. courses and these seminars, things that like just changed my mentality. Yeah. And I've always believed like if, if I could be my best, if I could reach my potential, that's when I would feel my happiest. Yeah. Like. You but just, you can feel how happy you are. Like, I know this sounds really weird, but just watching you in the gym, and that's how I kind of approached you to do, I just kind of watched you, which you probably yeah. felt a lot, but the way you yeah, go... Yeah, remember you just, like, staring at me for some Oh, no, but I do, because <laughs> I love watching how people help, and you've got a very um, nurturing soul, I guess, and mm-hmm. so with, like, the women in our gym specifically, because that's kind of who I see you talk to a lot, and yeah. I feel like you're quite passionate in that space, but... You are very generous. You listen to them. You really... And you said to me, there's no one shoe fits all Like yeah, when it comes to nutrition and health. Yeah, no. Even just then, I was saying, like, oh, I have PCOS and I did this. Like, I'm pretty much plant... Like, I, like, say I'm plant-based, but I'm not because I also, like, have dairy in my coffee. But yeah. that's the only dairy I really have. Yeah. And then I also eat fish. So, like, it, I'm not <laughs> plant-based, but, like, I just... Like, you said it perfectly. Like, you just eat a shit ton of vegetables. I'm like, yeah, exactly. Yes, that is right. Exactly. But which is, like, which is an easy switch that just most people in general should do. Yeah. Like, just more vegetables will get you to better health heights. Like, yeah changing your life completely it's crazy isn't it but you were saying you were stalking me yeah oh yeah yeah <laughs> but i feel yeah you're just you're very um very knowledgeable like i, I don't even know half the shit you're talking about but <laughs> yeah, like you sure. really help people and you help them feel valued and you help you listen and i feel like when you listen you come back with answers yeah. and that's when you really help people so yeah i don't know yeah like oh th- there's no doubt like I don't know if it's like because I'm a Pisces um, and like, you know, like I have like, I, I do have a caring nature because yeah. I like helping people. Like that's yeah. just a genuine like or love, I should say, like because it's so easy. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if it's so, if it's as easy as like just changing how you shop, mm-hmm. which for 90% of people that is actually the difference, then like it's such a waste for people to just go about and like eat bad foods or like make worse decisions than they could have possibly made just because they don't have the information yeah so I think for me it's like I try to be super genius as much as possible (laughs) so that I can get people like so that I can be a know-it-all like I I want to be a know-it-all because you've got to be you have to be and like you've got to kind of be like an expert on the stuff right because you want to give people the right advice Oh my God, I, I spent hours, if I've ever given someone like advice that was like maybe a bit, maybe a bit wrong or maybe a bit like, oh, actually this could have been better advice. Like I stew over it yeah. and I make You're sure, I am 100%. Yeah. And I make sure that like, if anybody else ever asks me that question, I will get it bang on and I will make sure that it is absolutely relevant, like personalized to that person because yeah. that one thing, they could hold onto that for a really long time and that could change their quality of life. And again, it's coming back to like... I so just great you even think like that. So many people would yeah. never. They're like, oh, they paid me. They, they're done. Like, yeah. Whatever, yeah. Whereas you're like, no, I genuinely want to change yeah. your life for the better. And I even said to somebody the other day, like, if I was rich and my family was set up, yeah. I would do it for free. Yeah. And I have done it for free before. Like, 
But you will one but day. Yeah, I didn't really you, pay the bills. <laughs> no, and you know what? Like your husband, he's you know on it. Oh, sorry, I keep saying husband, partner. Oh, no, yeah. Sorry, yeah, same, same, but right. different. It's all good. I feel like made. he's on a journey as well with his career. Yeah. You're on a journey with your yeah. career. You have a child you need to provide for. That's it. Like that's at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. That's it. Like that's it. it's even the whole world of social media. People say to me like, you know. Like yes, I do what I'm doing for free, but yeah. there there is a point where I'm like, you've got to get paid in a real world. Yeah. I've got to support, like provide for my family. Hundred percent. Because as much as I love it and I'm passionate about it, and I would do it day in and day out if I could, I also have bills, That's and it. I have come from a very successful career where yeah. I was earning X amount of money, and then I just stopped to do what I'm doing, and exactly. I love it. It makes me happy. It lights yeah. me up. Yeah. But. I don't know. But how awesome if, like, everyone was doing exactly what they wanted to do and everyone yeah. was, like, voting with their money to be like, I want you to do more of what makes you yeah. happy. And, like, everyone was doing that for each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what an idealistic world. It will, but everyone but deserves more, yeah, that. And the more people that, like, kind of, like, follow their passion and follow their dream, like, the more that that becomes a reality. Yeah, you know? like, 100%. It's, it's all about, like, trying to support, like, you know, even for women because we're just – we're so good at this. Yeah. I love – like – Love, I'm not a man hater at no, all. No, no. But like women just have this like special ability. Like we just have this awesomeness about us. To do everything? To, well, to do everything, but like to help help and support each other, in yeah. like in, especially in business. But like we'll do anything for a girlfriend, you know what I mean? But like, and if they've got like, if they've got something that they're trying to like get out into the world, like we'll help them in any way we can. Like that's, that's why I love work. Yeah. yeah, 100%. It's why I love working with women. Because yeah. there's just there's just an extra special little something about us that's like that makes my beautiful. heart so happy to see that you love working with women. Because I do. There will be people out there that because women can be vicious too. Yeah. And so yeah. it's great that you've had like to hear you share what you've shared and that you're working in this like pretty much with all women and you're having such a positive experience. Yeah. That just makes me happy because yeah. you're in the right place for you. Hundred percent. And but women can be nasty and that's why this whole podcast came about is because. I, keep, I say this line all the time, but if we don't play in a space that's fueled with respect, love, and acceptance of each other, mm. knowing we're all doing our best, then we're just toxic. 100%. Like, there is no point. Like, celebrate each other. Like, yeah. if, you're, if someone you know is doing a good job, tell them. If someone's just started a business, support them. Yeah. Like, instead of buying, going out and buying something else from somewhere, mm. support that friend. Yeah. Because that's the stuff. Like, that's yeah. just the important stuff. But anyway, can we talk about burnout? Because that was a topic yeah. that we sort of like touched on. Totally. Yeah. Like, so this is like, I mean, if you're a mum, you just you just know this. I burnt out yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> you just know this, right? Should hit the fan. Like when you are getting to your absolute limit and yeah. you're just like, how do I survive one more minute? Like I just, like I just want, like sometimes I say that I am so overwhelmed that I just feel like my head is going to explode. Oh. Because as well, like trying to juggle like a business and my daughter, um, and you're working. Yeah, and oh yeah, and a work as well. And a relationship. Yeah. And like, there's this quote going around Instagram. It's like, try to maintain my social life, reply to my texts, run yeah, a business, yeah. change the world, keep my kids fed and alive. Like it's yeah. full on shit. It is. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. But it's like you know, it's it's all about like it is about a mindset you know because mm-hmm. it's not until like even you just now like saying that to me, it's not until like somebody steps. Or looks at your life from the outside that you go, oh, I'm doing all right. You know, yeah. like, it's like, I am like making a dent in my little, you in are. My little circle, you know. More like, than you'll ever know. And it's like the thing, it's like, you know, if, if, if you're, you know, even with like kids, if they are given your love, 
even if you don't have the money yeah. or you can't provide them anything else, like that's the most important thing because it's all about just resources. Like they can grow up and they can become millionaires or they can have their own property or they can, you know, like do whatever, do whatever. Yeah. If they've got love and secure attachment, like it all starts with that. And that's another reason why I think there are women out there who are vicious is because they don't have stability in their relationships, especially with like their the important people in their life when they start yeah. out. You know what I mean? And also they don't have a good relationship with themselves. I think at the end yeah. of the day, like the only person in this world that you can ever forever rely on is you. Yeah. And if you don't have your own back and you don't believe in yourself, yeah. then how the fuck do you expect anyone else to? That's my take on life. But also you like you can also see how that kind of thinking which I totally agree with. Yeah, no, no this is like but that but that kind that kind of thinking is what makes us want to be all things to all people and burn out. Right? So it's like there's a there's a level of like looking after yourself that if you can, this is this is why like this is what I do now right yeah I look at busy people busy mums especially and I'm like okay if you only had 15 minutes in your day based on exactly where you are what you do for a living you know how many kids you have how much time you have in a day what your current diet is like how much you move how much you sleep what your digestive is, system is like what your metabolism metabolism how is often like you're shitting <laughs> yeah well I was like thinking about why I was saying that sentence probably why I was fucked up but all of those things like if you only have 15 minutes what is the most important thing for you to do like I'm all about minimum effective dosage yeah. like if you can do 10 minutes of something and it's going to be effective why would you do 15 minutes spend that 5 minutes on something else do you know what I mean? So that's like the 15 minutes, like what lights me up and has me keeping my shit together. Mm. Sounds This sounds so weird. It's either some days it's just listening to a podcast yeah. by myself. Yeah. Or sometimes it's coming and doing a 15 minute workout, yeah. which I do at home if I have the time. Yeah. yeah. But And see, like, it's good because you know what that is for you. Yeah. Or at least you've got some options. But so many people and women especially, they don't know what that is. Yeah. And the reason for me especially that... It gets, it gets really difficult is because you don't spend enough time where well, you don't create enough boundaries, right? Yeah. Like for you, your husband knows your boundary is like you need you time. Oh, he fucking knows. Exactly. <laughs> Poor guy. So you know that and that's your boundary in your relationship where you're like, yeah. I need me time and this is what I need for my me time. But a lot of women, they don't if they don't have those boundaries, how the fuck are they ever going to be able to do any of those things? Because they don't have even enough time to self-reflect. To know what it is. To know what it is. Yeah. So it's like, it's about trying to figure out, you know, if you can't figure it out on your own, then have somebody else come in, step into your life, and figure out what that might be for you. Which is what you do, right? Which is what I do, right? So it's very like, it's holistic. But like, I'm not the only person in the world who can do this, obviously. Like, there's so many other options that like... you got to sell yourself, girl. Oh, well, if someone, yeah, if this but... is resonating with someone, you do it online, don't you? I do. Well? I do. I do it online as well. So yeah. like, if someone's listening to this in... Canada, like yes. it's still possible. To yes, work I do have you. overseas clients as well. Yeah, so, there so you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's hard to sometimes marry up the time zones, but well, you figure <laughs> we it get out. done. We yeah. get it done. But it is like it's uh, it's kind of like getting someone to do like a health audit on your life. Like, yeah, w- like okay, I haven't checked back in or circled back in and like had a real like deep dive into like, am I okay? What am I doing? Is what I'm doing progressing me to where I want to go? Like, do I even have any goals at the moment for myself? And having someone have a look at that from an outsider's perspective and go, okay, this is where you're at right now. If this is where you want to be, if this is what you truly, truly want, when you just sit sit down and you really think about what would make you happy or what would you like to achieve for yourself, yeah. what would make you feel fulfilled, 
then how do I get you from A to B as quick as possible with as little effort as possible? Yeah, right. I'm all about shortcuts. I love that. And that's why, like, I mean, I, you know, my... You're like a holistic health mentor. Yeah, yeah, I would, yeah. Because this whole mentor <laughs> thing is, like, huge at the moment. Like, yeah. Everyone's got a mentor, right? Everyone's yeah, that's got true. An older one, a younger one, yeah. a corporate one, a personal one, a yeah. lifestyle. Like, everyone, like, I feel like you approach people's health in sort of a... Like, you support them. Like, you literally... Yeah, oh, I, well, like, I mean, I hope I do. Yeah, absolutely. You do. <laughs> because, like, you know, when I look at a person, to give them a nutrition plan is just such a cop-out. Like, what's a, nutri- what's a nutrition plan? Like, you know, oh, eat these foods. Does that change, like, the stress in their life? Does that change their sleep? Does that change the digestive system? Yeah. You know, does that change their thyroid problems? Does that change... Like, it could have some influence... But when you look at like all the other pressures in other in people's lives, and I'm talking like physical pressure, like you may have like IBS or Crohn's or you know like some digestive issue. Hashimoto's thyroiditis. Hashimoto's thyroiditis. Right. Okay. <laughs> You're getting more and more. Yeah, interested. You know, I need your I, help. I, it kind of makes sense with the PCOS, but anyway, yeah. we'll say that for another time. <laughs> but like you know, what what stresses do you have on your body physically, and then emotionally, what stresses do you have? Because you've got to stack those up in the same like as the same stress, right? Yeah. It's not like they're separate things in separate baskets. That's all the same. Because stress is, like, it can be physical, it can be emotional, and it can be chemical. Yeah, right. And a lot of the time, like, people just, like, they don't realize that. So, like, people who, like, walk around and just, like, as an example, they live with IBS. Yeah. Irritable bowel syndrome. Irritable bowel syndrome. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> so they're walking all day, like... Living with that. We've just had a creeper come in on the podcast. <laughs> my <want>. sissy. <laughs> We're going to podcast with Elise one day. <laughs> no, really. But yeah, we shall. No problem. Talking Lots all of... things gals. Underline gals. I'm <laughs> 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 being honest with you. I'm totally afraid of what we're talking about. Well, oh, IBS. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, like, if you're, if you're walking around with IBS all day long, and yeah. then you have a stressful day at work, and then you do a super stressful workout, because sometimes overtraining can be a stress on the body too. Like you look at that, that is stacking up three different types of stress and you didn't even, and all you thought was, oh, I had a busy day at work. I'll be fine. I'll recover. Sometimes sleep is not enough. Yeah, right. You know, and sometimes people are not getting enough sleep because they have these issues, because they have these stresses. Are you a meditator? I sometimes I find meditation hard. I am definitely a deep breather. Because I've never done meditation, <laughs> and everyone's like, "You need to meditate." I'm like, "I don't even know fucking how." Yeah. What What I think? Look, I I've sort of played with meditation, like you know, here bit. and there. Yeah. Sometimes, if I'm super stressed, it is the only thing that gets me back down to like, okay, I can okay, I can step back out into the world. <laughs> I'm, I'm I am here. not going to punch a hole in this wall. Exactly. <laughs> but like sometimes I just Google like on YouTube and like you know say I don't know someone. Uh, so I don't know say someone pissed me off or yeah. whatever they did something that was annoying and I'm like angry meditation so like I'll just oh. google that and then that way like people speak to me and say the exact things that I need to hear and change the way I frame how I've looked at my situation right, yeah, right. because your life is a series of moments and it's how you interpret those moments that that defines how you feel about that right. and therefore what beliefs you create about that you know so what I mean? you are about it to some extent. Oh, yeah, I am. Oh, I love it. I love yeah, it. Right. But sometimes I don't find it works for me 100% because sometimes I find other things are more important and other things work for me. Yeah, right. Do you know what I mean? I get you. And sometimes there's so much mind chatter going on that all I need is silence and deep breathing. Yeah, right. Because otherwise it's just like more, more mind chatter, more things to think about. I, I always think when I feel like anxious or like anything that it all stems from breath. 
Yeah. 100%. 100%. Mm. It's like even in the exercise, upstairs, just then when we're exercising, you, you always are talking about breathe. You always yeah, say, I know. when you're doing this, breathe out. When you're doing this, breathe in. Like, everyone, make sure you're breathing. Yeah. And, like, sometimes I can see you, like, looking at me and you're like, make sure you're breathing. Yeah. Holding yeah. your core. And that's, yeah. like, a common one with me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is so important. Like, and the reason is... Well, I mean, there is so much research on like meditation and that yeah. sort of thing. But the defining factor with energy specifically, yeah. and like just us as human beings, is we must have oxygen. There is no two ways about it. You stop someone's oxygen, they go into like cardiac arrest. Yeah. They, our bodies need oxygen. But it's almost like people are chronically living on as little oxygen as possible because when you're stressed, you take very shallow breaths. If you're sitting at a desk all day and you're hunched over, you're not opening up your lungs. Like, how are you going to take a deep breath in? I'm just about to change the way I'm sitting here. (laughs) But, like, it's all about learning how to breathe properly, which is crazy. Because kids know how to breathe properly. Babies know how to breathe properly. Like, you see them, their bellies rise and their bellies fall. Yeah. But, like, we don't do that. And this is, like, something that I... I am convinced that my theory on why women don't breathe properly and why women are generally more stressed than men is because... We never want to look fat. Stop! I swear. Really? I am convinced. And look, I'm saying that because I know that for a fact for myself. When I, I yeah, when when I was when I was younger, look, I I used to think I was fat. I think every girl goes through that. You always have a moment. Yeah. Yeah. You wake up Sunday, you're like, how did I just? I was skinny yesterday. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, what is this? Who is this lady today that I'm at? So bloated. But the thing is, it's like you always try and suck it in, right? Yeah. Like, it's just like, it's, natural. it's just a natural thing. It's like societal standards. We always want to look like we have like a thin little waist. Yeah. But it means that we stop breathing into our belly, which is like, really, that's how you engage the diaphragm. That's your breathing muscle. If you're never breathing past your chest, you're never engaging that muscle. You're constantly shallow breathing. Exactly. Right. And so the cool thing about it is, is that all of your biochemistry, like the, the actual chemicals and the hormones and everything that's going on in your body, everything that's getting made is responding to what kind of breath you have. Really? So if you have a shallow breath, you will have all of these stress hormones released as a result of that because your body is not sure that you're relaxed and that you're calm, that you're safe. So everyone listening, <laughs> how many breaths? As many as you can do. But <laughs> keep start breathing. Start breathing. Deep breathing but into your learn, belly. Learn how to breathe first. Like lie on the floor, put your hands on either side of your belly button, like your fingertips touching and your thumbs touching, and like put the, put them around your belly button. And if your hands are not moving up and down, you do not know how to breathe properly, which is crazy to say, but you're not breathing properly, right? So you have to learn how to breathe really deeply into your belly so that you're actually instructing your body and telling your body letting your body know i'm safe i'm calm so can you please therefore a burn fat because your body burns fat when you're calm and not when you're stressed right and this is like i do weight loss all day every day because this is like the biggest defining factor that people don't understand it's that relationship that determines whether or not you burn fat right And when you're signaling to your body that you're calm, like cool, calm, collected, everything's fine Mm -hmm. and you're safe, then the hormones that get made as a result of that are different. They're not not stress hormones anymore. They get pumped through your body all day long. They're, you know, beautiful, like calming hormones. They're sleep hormones. They're sex hormones. Like for a lot of people, like their sex hormones, like their estrogen, their progesterone, 
are really low, or specifically their progesterone. With estrogen, it's a bit tricky because you can recycle old estrogen. So some people actually have high estrogen, but truly they have low estrogen. But anyways, um, <laughs> but progesterone is one that doesn't really get recycled. So if you have low progesterone as a woman, yeah. which if you don't ovulate every single month in a cyclical way, like every like 28 days or every like 30 days or 35 days, or whatever, if you're not having a period all the time, you are not making progesterone. Yeah. So isn't I that crazy? On progesterone. That's crazy, right? My girlfriend when she was pregnant had to put progesterone like into right into her right yeah which is a lot of IVF women do as well yeah or women prone to miscarriage hundred percent because progesterone is progestation right Right. that's where the name comes from it's a hormone that keeps us pregnant so for a lot of people with miscarriages and stuff like that it's because they basically don't have the progesterone to like like kind of ride them through or they have other issues like nutritional deficiencies or they can't absorb nutrients stuff like that so. You do know, you ever do fertility nutrition? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Wow. I help okay. many women fall pregnant, which that is, is like so, cool. so awesome. It's so awesome because if I think of my life without Billy, and then I think of my life with Billy, I'm like, wow. Imagine if I never had her. Like yeah. my life would be empty compared to like. But you've how given much people their Billy. Yeah, which is crazy. And like I know it's really hard sometimes, like talking to somebody in like in front of them, being like, when you're pregnant, and they just don't believe that they can be. Mm-hmm. And like I tell them how like fucking in love I am with my child yeah. as much as she drives me out the wall yeah oh you do God. you love it's it's a love that hurts like yeah you're so, <laughs> so consuming true. you just everything yeah. about them you you love it even if it frustrates you, you yeah love it. 100% and like I th- and I always try to portray to people like the love that you have for a small human being that's yours yeah I know. is just like you think you love your partner your husband no please or your you know Whoever. Doesn't have to be husband. No, whoever. partner, whoever. whoever. The person that you love. I say it all the time as well. Like when I, like, I thought I loved Toby as well, and but I fell in love with him ten times more when he became her father yeah, because yeah. he's her dad yeah. and he's Blake's dad. And, totally. But it's just a lot. Like I always explain that it just it hurts. Like you just yeah. everything hurts when you think of them. You're like yeah. I just love them so, so much, much. <laughs> so much that it's crazy. Yeah, so much. Like it's so deep and it's so. Endless. Yeah. You'd do anything for those oh, little 100%. people. Oh, I'd chuck us in front of Billy. Like, a hundred percent. Thank you for taking one for the team. <laughs> Bye-bye. <laughs> I couldn't agree more. That's so crazy. But we're going to end it because I'm going to get home and yes. breastfeed my little totally. Blake off totally. her bed. Yes. What's, like, what's next for you? Like, What are your plans? What are your hopes? What are your dreams? Well, I mean, I love speaking and yeah. I'm actually speaking at a few like seminars coming up next year. So, but like I'm talking about nutrition yeah. just because I'm so passionate about it. Like I could talk about it forever, as you well know. Well, we're going to do home. some things too. Yeah. So okay. stay tuned yeah, for that. Yeah. We only yeah. just, just, <laughs> just touched on them, but I feel like we need to bring more of this. And I love the yeah. hormone chat and yeah. like, But it's like, it's so much more basic than that, right? So like, I'm just about to release a kind of like a beginner's course on like everything I've sort of been talking about. Like before you get into all the nitty gritty and the details and my, this is high and this is low and this is, you know, it's confusing. It's so confusing, right? Bringing it back to basics and helping people actually start with like putting the right pillars in place so that they are generally well human beings. Yeah. Like that is the most important thing that people, like you want a magic pill, like you want a diet drug or you want this, that, like people go to extreme lengths when like it's so basic. I'm thinking of one of my beautiful friends. She listens to my podcast. (laughs) (laughs) She's like just had her third baby. She's the most incredible mom you'll ever meet. She's amazing. And she's like, she's going away on a a beach holiday. I won't say where. And she's like just signed up to like a shake program, and yeah. I'm like, you idiot! Yeah. Like, your market is <laughs> love your 
than you. I love her so much. Yeah. I say this to her face. Yeah. Like, she knows yeah. how I think about it. But yeah. it's just, yeah, they do what they want, like, quick fix. Yeah, that's it. And it's like, the more that I the more that I say to people I'm a nutritionist, the more I'm like, I'm a nutritionist who focuses on everything but food first and then food, you know? Yeah. like Because the food is very important, so important. Crucial. But at the same time, it's like, if you line up everything else first and you make a body really efficient at doing what it's meant to do, and then you give someone the right food, man, that, unstoppable, that, game-changing. Yeah. yeah, like actual life changing. And then the people that they become as a result of them living a better quality life is so different. Like, yeah. Therefore, the, the ripple effect that they can make in their families' lives and other people's lives, people that they meet on the street, their communities, like that ripple effect is really what it's all about. Oh, I love this. So you've obviously got like a pro. This is my passion. Like, I want to make the world a better place. Oh, yeah. What is it? Oh, what do they pick? What is it? World peace. World peace, yeah. No, legit. World peace. That's what I'm after. Can can we end it on that? Oh, my God. We need to literally have you going, world peace. I always think of Sandra Bullock. Yeah. She doesn't say the world peace. What is it? Um. Harsher parole violence or on, on gun, on gun yeah. and world peace. <laughs> but thank you so much for jumping on the podcast. Oh, I'm going to so link much. everything down below. Thank you. Stay tuned to everyone listening as well. We do have some things coming. I don't know when in 2020 I've literally just thrown this on the podcast and yeah. we haven't even really spoken yeah. about it. So now we have to do it. We've got a vague plan. We'll start penciling <laughs> some details. We'll figure it out. But you'll hear more from Deidre. <laughs> do not. <laughs> In, in 2020 but thank you so much thank you so much and thanks everyone as well who like listens and You're thank you for supporting Zoe as well oh. you're bringing the goods to the people you know <laughs> and that's what it's all about so you're about. the goods did oh yeah I guess so <laughs> that's your new name no one's ever called me that for free <laughs> there we go <laughs> see you guys D is just the best honestly I was drawn to her the second we met and this might sound cliche considering she is one of the most beautiful women to look at, but her real beauty shines from within. She is so incredibly kind, and I feel so lucky to have her a part of my life. Be sure to go check her out. I've linked everything down below, and I will be back here in your ears next week. Bye, mommies.